Every now and then you hear about the tortured creative genius that couldn't get it together in his personal life, yet managed to create the most amazing music. Or other instances where the music is a reflection of the artist's emotional shortcomings, displaying either erratic wordplay or the music itself is jagged and challenging to listen to. There are different variations of this type of creative output. This show will draw attention to some of the most interesting cases of these types of geniuses, for lack of a better term. These are Rock's true eccentrics. I'll play songs from each case study with a quick summary of who they are. We begin with one of the most celebrated eccentrics of all time. He founded the band The Pink Floyd and released two solo albums that are highly regarded. This is Sid Barrett with Octopus. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Yeah. 
plastic that melted and the chromium too. Who are the brain police?
You just heard Skip Spence with Little Hands from his solo album, Or. Skip was a member of Moby Grape, and he had a few emotional problems, and he was likely schizophrenic. He landed in an institution after he attacked his mother. He was later homeless and couldn't make a personal comeback. He was very talented, but one solo album was all he managed. I met him a couple of years before his death. He had a very intense look in his eye, but I could clearly see a broken man. I felt very sorry for him. Before Skip, we heard Dr. Dark by Captain Beefheart and his magic band. The Cap was a painter who tried to use music like a color on his palette. He used to hum the musical parts to each musician in his band, who did their best to interpret his musical vision. His lyrics were indecipherable to most, yet they fit the rhythm of the music perfectly. Before him, we heard Reverberation by the 13th Floor Elevators, who were led by Rocky Erickson. Rocky had a challenging time in his early life as he would sometimes end up in mental hospitals. He had emotional problems as most of the artists you're hearing on the show tended to have. Before Rocky, we heard from the Fugs. They didn't have any emotional problems. They were purposely vulgar and offensive and are one of the greatest underground bands of all time. Before the Fugs, we heard from the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band and they played Humanoid Boogie. Each member was uniquely talented Viv Stanchow was such a character that he is still remembered fondly by other comedians and members of the Monty Python troupe. Neil Innes was the main songwriter for the Bonzos and later on for the Ruddles, the fictional Beatles tribute band. Before then we heard from the GTOs and from Miss Mercy specifically with I have a paintbrush in my hand to color a triangle. I always meant to ask her what that title was about. I never got around to it. Had she recorded a complete album on her own, then I believe it would have been regarded as highly as Sid Barrett or Skip Spence's work. She was a talent that needed to be expanded more. Before Mercy, we heard from her boss, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Frank wasn't an emotional head case. He was very deliberate about everything he did. He was very anti-drugs because he could see what drugs were doing to his generation and his peers like those you're hearing on the show. Before Frank, we heard from the Beach Boys with Do You Like Worms, and that was off their celebrated Smile album. Brian Wilson broke down during the making of the album. He did have emotional problems as well as drug problems. The low point for him was when he literally stayed in bed for two years and wouldn't engage with society or his own family. Thankfully, he made a personal comeback later on. Before Brian, we heard from Sid Barrett, and he did Octopus from his album The Madcap Laughs. Sid ended up quitting the business after his second album and became one of the most notorious recluses in rock. He never surfaced again musically or publicly. His fans were hoping he would emerge one day rehabilitated from the trauma of his excessive drug use and other problems. He never came back. He did live a quiet, calmer life in Cambridge until his death in 2006. Come on, let's marry go, marry go, marry go round. Coincidentally, the idiot you're hearing behind me is Wildman Fisher. He's doing a very stupid song, Merry Go Round, if you can't make that out. He was another discovery by Frank Zappa, and he recorded a double album. 
Why Zappa did a double album with that guy and only a single album with the GTOs, I'll never know. Fisher was a homeless guy who made up songs on the spot for money, which was essentially what his album was about. You could just hear the guy having a mental breakdown on each song. We'll continue on with one of England's true eccentrics, Screaming Lord Such, with Jack the Ripper. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. of London late at night The Ripper Jack the Ripper With a little black bag that's oh so tight The Ripper Jack the Ripper He's got a big black cloak hanging down his back The Ripper Jack the Ripper Well that's a one big cat I just hate to fight The Ripper Jack the Ripper Well it won't the street, ever get him it says your name when she walks down the street he's never fall behind with his little black bag and his one track mind will he really catches up when the lights go down that's the time he starts his dirty uh, shop around The Ripper, Jack the Ripper Well, he walks down the street Every girl he meets says your name is Blonde <laughs> Never catch him Cause he's a much too clever He's much too clever mm, But if they do Man, they'll get The leather, yeah The Ripper Jack the Ripper The Ripper Jack the Ripper With the streets of London Kind of never safe The Ripper Jack the Ripper Whenever Jack the Ripper Ever shows his face The Ripper so you pretty little girl, is taking my advice The Ripper, Jack the Ripper And don't walk the streets of London late at night The Ripper, Jack the Ripper Well, he walks down the street Every girl he meets says your name is Blah, Tall people got, and the tall people want what the short people got. The 
natural cards revolve ever changing seeded elsewhere planted in the garden fair grow trees grow Trodden the ocean that only begins. Listen, a woman with the bulldozer built this house of night, carving away the mountain was named. As your childhood home We were trying to buy it Buy it, buy it Someone was found killed there All bones, bones, dry bones Earth, water, fire and air Met together in a garden fair Put in a basket bound with skin If you answer this riddle If you answer this riddle, you'll never begin. Born in a house where the doors shut tight, shadowy fingers on the curtains at night, cherry tree blossom, head high snow. A busy main road where I wasn't to go I used to sit on the garden wall Say hello to people going by so tall Hello to the postman's stubbly skin Hello to the baker's stubbly grin Mrs. Thompson gave me a bear Bridget and some people lived upstairs Skating on Happy Valley On Ministers and guards stood around. The ice was nice. Hello, the invisible brethren. And there was a test. You played cards with the soldiers in. Don't worry, they won't send anyone off to you, they screamed. But me and Licker saw the last of them one misty, twisty day. Across the mournful morning moor, motoring away, 
singing a ladybird, ladybird, what is your wish? Your wish is not granted unless it's a fish. Your wish is not granted unless it's a dish. A fish on a dish, is that what you wish? Earth, water, fire and air, met together in a garden fair. Put in a basket bound with skin, if you answer this riddle. If you answer this riddle, you'll never begin.
That was Ella Garou from Captain Beefheart, and that was from his celebrated 1969 album, Trout Mask Replica. Before that, we heard from one of Zappa's protégés, Alice Cooper, with Reflected. He later redid the song and retitled it Elected. Cooper gave both the hippies and straight society a good scare back then with their stage image and wild makeup, courtesy of the GTOs, namely Miss Christine, along with Miss Pamela and Miss Mercy. Love you, Mercy. Before Alice, he heard the great guitarist Sonny Chirac with Promises Kept. He was a wild man on guitar. Even Hendrix acknowledged his talent. He didn't sell many records like Hendrix. In fact, at one point he became so despondent with the business that for years he drove a taxi until he was coaxed into returning to music again. He had a better career the second time around and was active until his death in 1994. Thank God I got to see him live at least once. Before sending, we heard from Peter Green and Fleetwood Mac. At this point in the late 60s, they were a blues band, a fine blues band, and Peter Green had a tremendous tone on his Les Paul guitar. Unfortunately, he had a mental breakdown of sorts and hated the music industry and quit. He hated it so much that he grew his fingernails very long so he wouldn't be able to play guitar again. That's some strong hate. And like most of the folks here, he did have his time inside sanctuaries and mental institutions. But unlike Sid Barrett, Peter did come back from the abyss and began his own solo career later in life. He passed away in 2020. Before Peter, we heard from the incredible string band with, you know, good luck with this title, Kowadi There, I believe, spelling as K-O-O-E-O-O-A-D-D-I. If you can pronounce that, good. But anyways, they weren't personally eccentric themselves, but their music was unlike any others back in the 60s. They integrated folk instrumentation from around the world to create this unique English folk rock. Before then, we heard from David Allen and Gong. He was originally in the soft machine, but did his own thing. He was a bit out there personally, but very imaginative musically, as you just heard. Before Gong, we heard one of the strangest bands of all time, The Shags. They were three sisters who had no sense of timing, and their music is all over the place timing-wise. Their lyrics were earnest but weird. They are celebrated today for their offbeat recordings. So, okay, I guess. I don't get it personally, but hey. Before then, we heard from Screaming Lord Such with Jack the Ripper. He ran one of the first pirate radio stations that was moored off the coast of England on a ship. His real claim to fame is not the music, however, but that he was a consistent parliamentary candidate. He was a founder of the official Monster Raving Looney Party and served as its leader from 1963 to 1999. He ran for a parliamentary position every election year, but never won. He was a real character. I mentioned that some had emotional problems. It could be that perhaps one or two had never been diagnosed previous to the music career. Their condition might have been exasperated further by the pressures of the business, or more directly by hard drugs. They never received proper help because rehab wasn't the thing back then, and others continued to have unresolved emotional issues. Some made music as a means of expression, even if they weren't proficient musicians themselves. Despite their own issues, they did reach a segment of the audience with their art and have moved their listeners to the point of being strong advocates of that art. 
people have sympathized with the Sid Barrett or Brian Wilson story and see value in Beefheart's jazz and avant-garde music, they are the Van Goghs of the psychedelic era. They suffered for their art, so we may enjoy it. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Pretty girl, pretty, pretty girl. Cease to exist, just come and say you love me. Give up your work, come on, you can't be. I'm your kind, oh, your kind, I can see. Walk on, walk on. I love you, pretty girl. My life is yours, and you can have my world. Never had a lesson I ever learned. But I know we all get our turn. I love you. Never learn not to love you. Submission is a gift. Gone. Give it to your brother. Love and understanding is for one another. I'm your kind. I'm your kind. I'm your brother. I ever learned But I know we all Get our turn And I love you Never learn not to love you Never learn not to love you Never learn not to love you 